0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, St. Louis Cardinals fans, and welcome to another Believe in Cardinals podcast. As always, I am your host, Braxton Wheeler. Today's date is April 22nd, 2023, and this is episode number 21. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to your favorite shows, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SiriusXM, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many more. If you enjoy this show, please hit the subscribe button so you can be a part of the first listen club every time a new show is posted about the birds on the bat. You can also follow me on Twitter at Brax, B-R-A-X-X-X, 26 as I post content daily, and send me a message whenever you'd like if you want to hear something specific on the show. All right, guys, I bet the first thing you're wondering is, hey, where's the intro music? And uh, yeah, I could ask the same question, so... I'm actually recording this one, this podcast from my apartment. So I normally record my podcast from my office at work. But uh I decided, hey, I'm gonna bring all my equipment to the apartment. And uh, you know, everything's plugged in, everything's, you know, how frustrating is it when you want something to go, you know, perfectly smooth, everything's set up and it just falls through. You know. I tried to even pull a clip last night. It was like a two-and-a-half-minute clip of Ali Marmol in his post-game conference when Derek Gold of the St. Louis Dispatch is asking questions. I pulled the clip, and I got it downloaded. It's uploaded. I'm like, all right, let's start this stream. And every time I play my intro song and every time I tried to play Ali Marmol's clip, it just it like glitched the whole time through. And uh, um, you know, I then I went back and forth to see if I could get it to play. Um, even without the glitch, I tried it probably for 45 minutes, and I've given up, so... Anyway, it's better to record something rather than nothing um, the way I, I view it. And, uh, you know, right now, man, something would be better than nothing if the Cardinals could just give us something right now. The title of the show is the Cardinals are bad. The Cardinals are just a bad baseball team right now. Um, falling again last night, Seattle Mariners 5-2. to uh, That now makes the entire season the St. Louis Cardinals are yet to win a first game of the uh, first game of the of a series um, this season is bad. So let's talk about the state of the Cardinals right now. Where are they? The St. Louis Cardinals have a record of eight and twelve. That's a winning percentage of four hundred. Now uh, they're six games back of first place. They are just right in front of the Cincinnati Reds, who are seven and thirteen. The Cubs are in third place with twelve and seven. The Cardinals are four and a half games behind the Cubs. The Cardinals are five and a half games behind the 14 and seven Pittsburgh Pirates, and the Cardinals are trailing the Milwaukee Brewers by six games. And I hate to have to do a state of the Cardinals wild card standings in April, but it's a reality right now. I'm going to give a wa- early look at the wild card standings. So keep in mind, and I hate that we have to do this, but keep in mind that the wild card standings now starting last year the playoff format there's three teams in the wild card standings okay so you essentially used to have you know two teams make the wild card they play each other and then you know they move on but now it's interesting cuz there's three teams in the wild card and those three teams right now are the 14 and 7 Mets the 14 and 7 Pirates the 12 and 7 Cubs so if it ended today there'd be three NL Central teams in the playoffs and the Cardinals would miss out and the obviously the Reds uh the teams in front of the Cardinals right now for a wild card spot are the Miami Marlins at 10 and 9 the Los Angeles Dodgers at ten and eleven, which is surprising. The Padres ten and twelve, Phillies nine and twelve, Cardinals eight and twelve. Something's not right right now in the MLB. Uh, you know, if you take a look at these standings, you know we we projected the Dodgers to run away and win hundred games. The Padres are supposed to be really good, and the Phillies are—they just won the NL pennant—and them sitting at nine and twelve doesn't make sense. And the Cardinals at eight and twelve certainly doesn't make sense. Now everybody else behind them: Reds, Giants, Nationals, and Rockies. That's. That's pretty fair. We expected that. Um, I do want to say we're a little bit on the state of the Cardinals here. Let's talk a little bit about the format of the playoffs too. And I really want to transition transition this into And this sounds crazy. And I can't even believe we're talking about playoffs, but you understand what I'm saying. If the Cardinals right now, you know, make the playoffs, let's say they get a wild card spot. Okay. Let's say they get a wild card spot. Well, You know the way the playoffs work now, unless you are one of the top two teams in the National League, right? So you have have six teams that make the playoffs, okay? Paint this picture as easy as I can. Six teams that make the playoffs. So right now, if it ended the day, the Braves and the Brewers get the bye. They're automatically into the divisional round, right? Like last year, the Cardinals won the division, but they were the only team that had to play in the wild card, okay? Um, If it ended today, the Diamondbacks – would win the NL West, and they would be in the same position the Cardinals were last year. So the Diamondbacks would have to play the six-seeded Cubs, the three and six seed, and the Mets would play the Pirates. So with that being said, the only way I can view any optimism from this Cardinals season so far, and it's not, there's not much optimism, but if the Cardinals were to win the NL Central but finish with a third-best division record winner in the National League, they're still going to have to play the wild card round, right? Which, and obviously, not a single one of those games best out of three would be at home, which which is tough. But you know, you're still in the playoffs, still the best out of three. So, in some crazy world where the Cardinals, you know, uh, win the NL Central, and that's not a, it's not a crazy take, but you understand what I'm saying? Hey, if they don't win the NL Central, but they do win the NL Central, and let's say they finish third in the NL as far as division winners, well, they would still have to play in the wild card round? So, anyway, I think it's I don't know if I love that or hate it. Uh, it gives, you know, the top two, you know, went division winners an you know an initiative to to go ahead and win as many games as they possibly can. So they have to they get to avoid the wild card because we can see exactly what happened last season. So I, mean, I know I dragged I dragged that on a little longer and I probably should have. But anyway, state of the Cardinals. Uh yeah, they are six games back. I cannot believe they're six games back in April. It's just not a good baseball team right now. Um Steven Matz last night he went five and one third, four hits, four arm runs, seven strikeouts in two walks he has the highest swing and miss rate of the Cardinals rotation which is good to see. Um but let's let's talk about the pitching rotation right now. Let's talk about it. Um the Cardinals have only had two quality starts in how many games did they played? 20 games. They have played 20 baseball games and they've had two quality starts. It's awful. There's no way around it. It's awful. And here's the sad part right now about the Cardinals rotation is I am, and I wish I could have got that Ali Marmol clip, but I am so sick and tired of watching a post-game conference and hearing Ali Marmol say, hey, he threw the ball well. He threw the ball well until blank. He threw the ball well. Well, he had two walks, and then they had a three-run home run. Well, he threw the ball well, and he only had two or three mistakes that ended up leaving the park. Well, he threw the ball. No, at some point, you can't justify these awful abysmal starts by the starting pitching okay I've said that the Cardinals have a rotation full of either you know a three starters three, and here's the thing about a three starter a three starter can be really good one day and then the next day they they can be pretty bad that's just the way three starters work and that's kind of what the Cardinals rotation is tell me do, who who do you feel confident in in the rotation on a night you know who's that guy that Cardinals are in a slump and they need a win and you can just rely on that guy to do it for you it used to be Adam Wainwright, but you can't rely on Adam Wainwright in his 40s now to do that. He's a legendary Hall of Famer. He's, you know, he's going to come back, but he's having a hard time even getting his fastball to go higher in 87 right now. He's just not going to do that for you. But who is that guy in the rotation when everything's falling apart around you? And look, coming in the season, I would have said it's Miles Michaelis. Now, obviously, we know where he's at. He gets to start tonight uh, versus uh, off the top, of my, Luis Castillo. And he is trending in, you know, a really good direction right now. These are two pitchers in totally different spots. Miles has an 8.10 ERA. Castillo's 2-0 with a 0.73 ERA. So, you know, the Cardinals are going to have a task again tonight. But who is that guy in the rotation that's like, hey, pull us up when we need you? To, we need a win, right? Who, who is that guy? I just don't know. If Jack Flaherty's sharp, probably him. Jordan Montgomery's our best guy right now. But still, it's still not enough. Uh, the Cardinals offense you know you can we can say here and say what well, we want about the cardinals pitching but what about the offense they just last night two runs the night before that oh excuse me thursday they were off you know they they did explode on wednesday for 14 runs it was finally that game like we explode we the cardinals offense exploded but congratulations you just won that game to avoid a sweep at home versus the diamondbacks that was a game you just you had to win you know it's just frustrating it, And here's the thing, the Cardinals offense, it is a lot of pressure on them because the starting rotation just isn't good right now. The Cardinals are going to have to hit their way, you know, hit their way to victories. And in this league, pitching, quality dynamic pitching normally takes over. And how many times do we hear, you know, it's it's a tough matchup for the Cardinals. We know the Cardinals hit lefties better than righties, but how many times do we hear, it's a tough matchup for the Cardinals. They're facing a good arm, tip your cap to the opponent. But at some point you just can't do that, and we're seeing the results. The Cardinals are as good as the record is right now. That's the truth, okay? Excuse me, I had to take a sip of water. Also, let's touch on Ali Marmol. Uh, Essentially, the clip I was going to pull, and I'm sure a lot of you heard, if you go listen to his post-game conference, type in Valley Sports Midwest on YouTube, you can hear it. But, you know, Cardinals beat writer, uh, goodness, Derek Gold, about to lose my mind. Uh, Cardinals beat writer Derek Gold of the St. Louis Dispatch, he always asks good questions. And he asked the question last night. He said, Hey, you know, you know what, it's a trend going on here. And don't, this is not verbatim, so don't quote me on it. But the question was pretty much, Hey, you know, you guys have not won an opening game in any of your series this whole season. And Ali Marmol's response was, I knew, like, Hey, I, I was waiting for that question from you. Like, he was, he was, he was kind of being a jackass. That's just the way he was saying it. And he, he was pretty much waiting on Derek Gold to ask that question like it was some sort of crazy question. And he said, You know what? I don't care. Ali Marmal's like, I don't care. Like, we, we, we approach every day as a different day, a new day. I, I get that. But to fact, he just, he acted like it was an, a crazy question to ask. And he was like, Well, and then he started bringing it up last year. Ali Marmal said, Hey, well, last year, you know, we did that on the road a lot. We lost the first game, but we ended up winning the NL Central by a lot. Well, Ali Marmal, we're not just doing this on the road. The Cardinals haven't won a game at home to open a series. This isn't just a, a one way street, you know? This is happening both on the road and at home. And to think that that question's crazy or out of touch is insane to me. So, he said the guys in the clubhouse, they don't pay attention to that. That's not a narrative in the clubhouse. They don't even know about that. Well, I have a hard time believing that. I have a hard time believing that all of us, look, Cardinals fans are smart baseball fans. I put out a tweet this morning. Let me pull it up real quick. I encourage you to follow me on Twitter. Twitter's a fun, a fun place in the baseball season. Now, some of it is toxic, right? But, Anyway, I put up this tweet. I said, this guy is a puppet that thinks he's smarter than everyone. Cardinals fans are educated when it comes to baseball. I said, how about, in quotes here, the way we are playing is unacceptable and not the standard. I said, he continues to try and defend losing. It's exhausting to watch. You know, sometimes it would be good to see Ali Marmol come up on you know after a game and just say, hey, the way we're playing is unacceptable. It's not Cardinals baseball, and we shouldn't be five and a half games behind the Pittsburgh Pirates, you know? You just shouldn't be. And look, I and I'm, I want this to go. I am not saying all this because I act. I don't love Ali Marmol, but I don't want all you guys to think, "Hey, folly, uh, fire Ollie." I'm not. I'm not there. That's just that people. It's a long season. It's a 162 game season. This Cardinals team could still win 86, seven, eight games. You know, they can maybe even touch 90. But at some point, you just we don't want to hear the puppet answer. And this is a hot topic, right? It's just you don't want to hear the puppet answer. Sometimes you know your your starting rotation ERAs are all over the place in the sixes and the miles and the eights and and it's just you know come out and just say this isn't Cardinals baseball and these guys got to be better. You know you just can't keep defending a five and one a five and one third start with six earned runs or you know, a, a, you, know a, you know you get to the seventh inning and you know and boom double a couple walks and a three run home run. It's just hard to continue to defend it and we're just tired of the puppet answer. So anyway, I'm not trying to, I don't want to continue all the negativity, but it's just the truth. The Cardinals haven't won a single, you know, opening game in a series all season. The Cardinals are already six games back in uh April, which no one saw coming. And they're just playing bad baseball. Uh so anyway, the Cardinals tonight face off against the Mariners and a good Luis Castillo. Two and 0 look like he's revamped his career so far right now. Uh and, and we gotta have Miles Michaelis have a good outing. And uh, once again, they'll play the Mariners tomorrow on Sunday uh, at 4.10 p.m. Eastern Time, so 3.10 uh, Midwest. Then after that, they head to San Francisco, which is never easy. I think they're in San Francisco for a four-game set. That's right. They're in San Francisco for four games. Then they're going to take the quick flight to L.A., and they will play three straight games. So anyway, if you're anticipating on watching the Cardinals the next week, you better have some coffee ready at night. It's just it's going to be tough. and. I said this to—I said this on Twitter. I think it was right after the Cardinals didn't win the series against the Pirates and the Diamondbacks, or in the, they just this series that they didn't take advantage of. I said the Cardinals are going to wish that they took care of the Pirates and the Diamondbacks at home, or maybe even swept the Rockies. I think I was in Denver though. But anyway, I'm going to say regardless, the Cardinals are going to wish they won those games in St. Louis. When you have to go take go go to Seattle, then you have to go to San Francisco and understand San Francisco is not having a great season so far. We can all agree it's never easy playing in San Francisco, and then you got to play the Dodgers. Um, I want to close on this. A lot of fans have said, "Hey, stop freaking out! It's early because look at the other teams around the league. Look at the reigning, you know, pennant champions, the Philadelphia Phillies. They're nine and twelve. Calm down, you know. Look at the Dodgers. They're ten and eleven. Calm down." Look at the Padres; they're ten and twelve. Calm down. Well, let me tell you something: the the Phillies just won the NL. Okay, back off. We didn't just win the NL. The Cardinals have barely won a couple playoff games in the last few years. Okay, you 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 can't use the excuse, "Hey, well the Dodgers are starting slow." Well, the Dodgers are fresh off of a World Series a couple years ago. The Dodgers have had playoff success. All right. Now the Padres, on the other hand, that's that's another story. But you know, we just can't. Just because you see other teams around the league struggling doesn't mean that it gives, you know, the, the Cardinals the right to just make excuses about it. And <laughs> look, do I know what the answer is? No. You know, are you gonna are you gonna bring up Matthew Libertor, right? Are you gonna bring up Paul DeYoung? Everybody, Paul DeYoung DeYoung's a hot topic right now. He's batting over 320 in Memphis. He looks good, hitting home runs, playing good baseball. If you would have told me that we're in April and we're 8 and 12 and we're talking about Paul DeYoung being the savior of the team, it's just not going to be realistic. He's just going to get the at-bats at Taylor Moderhead. This It's just not realistic. Um, it is a good time to bring up Paul DeYoung. If he is hitting well, we got to get the production. Uh, but look, man, what's the answer? You got expensive pitchers on your payroll, right? Steven Matz is making good money. I don't have the payroll in front of me, but I know it's maybe 10, 11 million a year. You signed back Wainwright to $17.5 million this year to come back. He hasn't picked up a baseball. you got Miles Michaelis at two-year ex- two extension. He's going nowhere. Jack Flaherty obviously isn't. Jordan Montgomery, you know, they were talking about extending him. So, this is just the way general management works. A baseball team isn't going to – Mosey just isn't going to bring up Matthew Libertor to take Stephen Matt's spot when he's getting paid that money. That's a slap in the face to general management. Now, whether you think it's right or wrong, that's a different conversation. But the simple fact of it is, when you got starting pitchers that are making that type of money and you're signing them to an extension like Michaelis, who has an over-8 ERA, but you signed him to a two-year extension, they're not going to send him down to Memphis, and they shouldn't right now. I'm not saying that by any means. But I'm just saying, come July, if this is the same story, I still don't think they do that. Now, they take somebody like Jake Woodford, that's a different story. Jake Woodford might, you know, go down and bring up Matthew Livetar, right, because he's not on that long extension like that. But that's just the reality of the way baseball works. Why do you think they stuck through Matt Carpenter so long? And he is my – Matt Carpenter is my favorite baseball player of all time. I love Matt. Um, but that's just the way it works. If you're heavy on the payroll, it's like a slap in the face to the, to the to the general management, whether it's right or wrong, to send you down, okay? So if that's even an option for some of those guys. So anyway, that's all I got. Look. Things are going to change. This club is too talented to do so. But my the biggest fear of this team is, look, you don't want to look up in, in the middle of May and you're you're 10 games back. I don't care how good you are. 10 games is hard to make up versus the Milwaukee Brewers. Okay, so we the Cardinals can be a good baseball team. They better figure it out before it's too late, and that's all I'm saying. I'm tired of hearing it's early. We're 20 games in now. All right, it's time to buckle up and win games. So that's all I got. I apologize once again for the uh, the intro song not working and not being able to pull the Ali Marmol clip. I'm, I'm going to figure that out. Probably try to record more podcasts at my home or my apartment so I can uh, film more shows. Anyway, that's all I got. As always, I'm your host, Braxton Wheeler. Everyone enjoy their weekend, and go Redbirds. Thank you for listening to Believe.